The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. So guard your heart. In Proverbs 4.23 and Matthew 12.34, it says, For out of it flows the issues of life, because He truly is equipped in us through His Word. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, The God of the Impossible. Speak the Word. Your imagination is your spiritual womb. It's where you conceive your miracles from God. In other words, your imagination is how you meditate in the Word of God, and you will begin to get a picture in your spirit, in your heart, about what you're meditating on. And that's what I'm saying. You know, you use your imagination either for you or against you. It's really up to you how you use your imagination. But if, if you're using it in a positive sense you're going to have good things happen to you. And a lot of people don't understand that the reason they can't receive a healing for a particular thing or disease or whatever is because they have not been able to imagine, they cannot see themselves healed. You have to see yourself healed. You have to get that vision down in your spirit and begin to see yourself healed. Or you have to see yourself getting that job or, or getting an increase. You have to see yourself, imagine it, and begin to write, get pictures, and write things down, and begin to see it, and meditate on scriptures that, you know, relate to that. And we'll talk a little bit about that. As a matter of fact, the title to my message today is "The God of the Impossible." There is nothing impossible for our God. Praise the Lord. I think that most of you, or, or maybe all of you, would like to see some change in your life. Wouldn't you like to see, even, even you know, even if it's a little change, you know, whether it's in your home, your uh, personal relationships or your job or your friends or your family, your husband, whatever, your children, everybody would like to see a little bit of change in their lives. You want to see something new happen, maybe even go into a new direction. I, I know that the Lord put me on a different path, going in a different direction when he blessed me with this ministry, speak the word ministry, bringing me out of the prison ministry where I had been serving him for 11 years. At the, between the jail and the prison, actually becoming a chaplain there. And even now, he continues to give me new visions of increase, taking me down yet another path. Now he's gotten me ministering to other countries, you know, uh, 25, 50,000 people at one time. You know, I started out in jail, you know, washing me off a place in the fifth man cell, you know, to blame my Bible, to doing what I'm doing today. But it didn't start out that way. You know, he told me about ministering the Word on the radio when I didn't own a cassette player. He told me about writing a book when I didn't even give me the title to a book that I had never written and didn't write until uh, about eight years later. So many things that he told me in here didn't happen all at once, but they, he began, you know, he was laying the groundwork. But we have to help him do that. Amen. And the way we do that is by using our imaginations. And when he speaks to us and we have a dream, it didn't come to you accidentally. God put that dream and that vision in your spirit and in your mind. And you don't need to start thinking immediately that the devil is going to immediately start telling you that, hey, this is so impossible. You know you can't do that. 
And, and you're just going to have to ignore that voice yes. and focus on the only voice that you need to pay attention to, and that is the voice of God. Yes. And if you'll listen to him, his voice, you'll always come out on top. You always come out on top. And, and so I had seven years just spending time writing and listening and planning, dreaming and visualizing and seeing things. So it's not based on, you know, how, what your age is. I didn't even become a Christian until I was 49. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. With God, God will keep you. But you have to help him. And you do that by using your imagination. Even in my youth, you know, the Bible tells you that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. I believe that. I believe that I'm the daughter of Sarah. The Bible says I am. And she grew old gracefully, said the Lord. Even in her old age to give birth. I don't want to give birth yet. I've already done that. <laughs> I've been down that path. He wants us to believe the word. He wants us to believe what he says. And when he says something, I didn't for a long time. I mean, I've always loved the Lord and I believe the Lord. But as I stayed more in the word and I listened to it, I mean, I listen to it day and night. I go to bed, listen to audio scriptures or either somebody preaching the word. I listen to it when I'm eating my breakfast. I'm in my office working all day, working on messages or books or prayers or something. You're meditating on the word. And maybe you don't have the time to spend you know, all day because that's my calling. But you can set aside so much time every day. You know, you can start out with a little bit, whether it's in the morning or the afternoon or at night, and just spend time. God will love it to spend time with him. You know how much you love having your children spend time with you and how important it is. I invite the Holy Spirit to yes. speak through me yes. and also invite the Holy Spirit to help me with the wisdom and knowledge that he gives me to speak it in a way that you'll understand it and not leave here today confused because our God is not a God of confusion. And he, my instructions at the very beginning when the Lord called me into the ministry to teach his word was to teach it in a plain and simple way so that anybody could understand it. So I don't use, as I call them, $25 words, maybe a $5 word, but <laughs> every now and then. But anyway, let me get back to your spiritual womb. Your imagination and is, is your spiritual womb. It's where you conceive your miracles from God. It's like, you know, when you get a, per, a lady, a girl gets pregnant, you can't get pregnant just by standing next to somebody or drinking certain water. You have to conceive it in your womb. And you have to conceive it before you can give birth to it. My point is that your imagination that the Lord has given you is your spiritual womb. And when you meditate on God's word and you begin to speak his word and meditate on it and begin to see yourself doing certain things, you're creating this imagination and this vision into your spiritual womb and then after you continue to meditate on the Word of God, then you'll be able to create a picture of what it is you're looking for. And I'll get into that a little bit later too. And you can just download a picture of things, you know, that will help you. You know, you, you can use anything that you want that's going to help you to get that vision and spend that quiet time. But you need to see yourself doing that or having that, you know, maybe having that new home or 
having that new job or maybe having a spouse or having a baby or, or whatever you you know just need to see yourself you know I know that like I said you're looking for change in your relationships maybe a promotion in your job for others maybe it's a dreams to become debt-free I mean I don't know one time that was my dream just to be debt-free and I praise God today that I am <laughs> praise God I really don't know what your goals and I don't know what your visions are, but I do know this. I know that God does have plans for each one of you and that he has a vision for each one of you. And that I do know. The prophet Jeremiah gives us a promise from the Lord in Jeremiah 33, 3. He says, call upon me, he says, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which thou do not know. And of course, the verse that most of you are familiar with is Jeremiah 29, 11. And I love what it says in the message translation. It says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And another one in Proverbs 19.21 in the message translation, it says, We humans keep brainstorming options and plans, but God's purpose prevails. So really, you know, when you're sitting around brainstorming how to make this particular thing happen, how to make it work out, you're really waste spinning your wheels or wasting your time because God is really the only one that can help you with that. And we talked a little bit about that. But aren't you glad that we don't have to rely on our own plan, saints? Aren't you glad that God has it all worked out for us? I know I am. You know, I believe that we all have dreams and we'll all have visions. I just want to continue to talk about the power that you already have been given to bring these things about. And you might say, well, Pastor Joe, I don't think I have the power to do this. And I'm going to say, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because God has given you everything that you need. You have been given an imagination like no other. And you have been given the ability to dream, saints. Praise God. What you might say, you might say, what does my imagination have to do with anything? Well, if you can imagine it, saints, you can have it. We were talking about the Tower of Babel. In Genesis 11, 6 and 7, it says, This is where some people had gotten together and was going to build a city and a tower that would reach the sky, that would reach the heavens. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning. Only, he said, this is the only beginning of what they can do. And speaking of only the beginning, let me go back and explain what Pastor Roy said about raising the dead. There, there are at least eight episodes in the Bible where the dead was risen, you know, brought back to life, not counting the ones that when Jesus was crucified, that was right, come up out of the dead and was roaming the town. They didn't have a number on that. But there was eight. And I know people that have actually experienced raising people from the dead. But they didn't do it just by commanding them to come back to life. They had to spend days and hours meditating on those scriptures in the Bible where it was talking about the dead being risen and raised them from the dead. They had to meditate and meditate and get a vision and actually see themselves doing it. Even position themselves like on top of the person, like, you know, they did, you know, I think it was in Exodus or Genesis, I think it was in Genesis where her son died and, and uh, Elijah the prophet, you know, he came in and laid on top of him, you know, and and he was brought back to life. But the point is, the Lord says that what you see him do, you can do. And we are his children. And we are created in his image. We have been given power. 
We have been given authority. We have been given everything we need. And, and this most powerful thing, there's two things that people neglect to use in their walk with the Lord that is preventing you from being and having what you would like to have or see others have. And that is the words coming out of your mouth is hindering you, is a hindrance when you're speaking non what the Lord says. And another thing is using your imagination in a negative way that is hurting you and not helping you. Because the enemy will put these thoughts in your mind and then you begin to meditate on them. And you begin to see yourself sick or you begin to see yourself losing your job or getting you poor, you know, one little word. And next thing you know, um, things is, you know, just blown out of proportion. I know my sister, you know, when she had to go back and have some stitches taken out, I told her, I said, it's not going to be painful. I mean, you know, it's just not like you think, not like she thinks. She was imagining that it was going to be like, you know, maybe uh, something, you know, like regular stitches. And, and she could almost imagine the pain and how it was going to hurt her. And even though my other sister told her she'd had it done and it wasn't going to hurt, it did not change her imagination. So therefore, she was in great fear when she went to the hospital to have this done you know, after her accident and she had all this stuff in. And, and, uh, and then she said, you know, that wasn't bad at all. <laughs> but she had suffered for days thinking about how much it was going to hurt and the pain of it. This is what I'm talking about. This is your imagination. I couldn't convince her otherwise. I couldn't convince her. My other sister couldn't convince her that had experienced the same thing, that it's nothing, Dorothy. It's just a little tingle. But she had imagined it. And now the enemy has put another thought into her mind about the big C word. And I said, Dorothy, there's nothing wrong with you. I said that you're sore on that side because you've been using your stick. Because like I said, she was broken in several places. I said, you've been sitting for months and your body is being, you exercise it now so it's sore. But that's all there is. The mammogram didn't show anything. So she went and had a scam, a cat, what do you call it, ultrasound or something. It shows nothing. But I pray that she gets it out of her mind. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, and we can't always believe everything the doctors tell us. Amen. As a matter of fact, listen to the doctors, respect the doctors. I love the doctors and the nurses. I have great respect for them. You know, uh, sometimes I need to go see one, I'll go see one. But I'm just saying you don't have to receive everything. Amen. The report, it, I call it an evil report. Right. Right. They don't think of it that way. But they're being, they're just doing medical, speaking medically. You know, it was like the doctor spoke over me the other day. It was on about my eyes, you know. But, you know, I get outside. You know, I didn't say anything back to the doctor. As a matter of fact, I won't get into that. But, you know, last year the doctor spoke over David and I didn't say anything. And he didn't say anything because he just brought him out of surgery. And then they're going to have to do this. And the doctor told me all this stuff, what they were going to have to do. And then I, I said, and he left. And I said, thank you. And when he left, we hit it. We started praying yeah. and praying in the spirit, and we started rebuking those words. Yes. Yes. You know, God, we don't receive that in the name of Jesus. We, we rebuke those words in the name of Jesus, and we command them to hit the ground and not bear any fruit. There will be no harvest. And I want you to know, David came home the next morning. No emergency surgery. You know, as a matter of fact, immediately his blood pressure started going up, his heart rate started going up. The nurses come running in there and said, Mr. Ramsey, your blood pressure is going up. And so we keep praying, the blood pressure is going up. 
Right's going up. This is going up. Next thing, they moved him into another room, you know, and now he's home. So <laughs> you don't have to... What The doctor was doing his job. And don't criticize him for doing his job. He's doing what he's trained to do. But we are not of this world. And we are not trained medically. We're trained spiritually. We serve a greater power. And the God that is of more than enough that can handle any situation. Because all this stuff is what the enemy puts on us. Are you hearing me? God said, and now nothing they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. Did you hear what the Lord just said? He said, nothing they imagine will be impossible for them. That goes for you too. You know, so the Lord said, let's go down and the message Bible says and garble, garble their speech so they won't understand each other. And then God scatter them, it said, abroad. But we serve a God that calls those things to be not as though they are. As a matter of fact, even quicken the dead. And you really, you can. I have not. But I have made a decision that I'm going to start writing those scriptures down and I'm going to start meditating on them because I don't ever know when I'm going to have to use it. So when you're feeling fearful or you're feeling overwhelmed, you need to turn to your list of nothing is impossible for God verses. The Bible is filled with verse after verse that nothing is impossible for God. As you read through verse after verse, where God proclaims his might, his power, and his intentions to do good on your behalf, your strength and your faith is going to increase. For example, in Numbers 11.23, the Lord said to Moses, Is the Lord's power limited? Question mark. And then God said to Moses, Now you shall see whether my word will come true for you or not. This is where the Lord had announced his intention to provide meat abundantly for the nation for a whole month. And Moses questions this and wonders how God could provide meat, that much meat, you know, for the whole nation for a whole month. And you may yourself, some of you in here you have, I, I, may, I may have myself, may have questioned God yourself at one time, how can God take care of this huge debt? How can God heal this particular disease? But you know, God told Moses that he would see whether his word would come true or not. Hallelujah. Friends, we have to believe that every word of God will do exactly what it says it's going to do. We have to believe God. Go back and read in Acts, you know, where Paul was out on that water, you know, on the boat, you know, and he didn't want to go out there because he told him, you know, the Lord has impressed upon him not to go and he's going to wreck and they didn't believe him. And so they get out there and they're going to drown. And then the angel, you know, I'm doing a quick version here. The angel shows up with Paul and tells him, you know, to be of good cheer because, the, you know, the angel of the Lord said that um, to be of good cheer because none on board was going to perish. In other words, die, you know, and just to keep them on there and, you know, not be throwing anything over. And they, I think they hadn't eaten for like 14 days. So, you know, they were really panicking, you know, out in this storm. And Paul says, and I believe God. He said, I believe it will be exactly the way he said it would be. He believed God. And that's what you, I'm going to, I'm getting ready to write a book and the the title of it, I Believe God. I Believe God. And that has to be your attitude. That's the mental attitude. That's to be your vision, your imagination. I believe God. If God says it, then it, it, it has to be possible. Amen. Because he says everything is possible for him that believes. 
And I believe God. I believe what God tells me. You know, other people may have doubt. Your friends may have doubt. Your neighbors may have doubt. When you start talking to them this way, they'll look at you sometimes a little weird, like you're a little crazy. I mean, I got a lot of good advice, you know, when David and I were going to get married. <laughs> because we hadn't known each other very long. But I knew in my spirit because the Lord told me. The Lord told him he knew today he saw my picture. He went to work the next day and had his uh, one of his people to pray with him. He said, I think I met my wife. Oh, you know, and, and so we met, I guess, the end of May, the first time we got married, 25th of July. But the Lord will raise those up. You know, he put us together, not only for our, for our personal use, but also so we could run this race together. I need someone to come along beside of me, and he needed someone and so God put us together to run the race. So I believe God, no matter. And I stood, if I listened to them and my thoughts that the devil was telling me, I stood to lose a lot if it didn't work. But sometimes you just have to close your eyes and jump. <laughs> believe God and just jump. And that's what I did. I just brought two suitcases. I left my house. And the furniture, everything, and the, everything in it. But look what the Lord has done. Yes. Look yes. what the Lord has done. It's kind of like I saw on the Facebook the other day, this little uh, image of Jesus holding, you probably saw it where he's holding this big teddy bear behind him. And, and this little girl is standing there with a little teddy bear. And Jesus is telling the little girl, trust me. And she says, but I love it. You know, she said, I, in other words, she said, I love this teddy bear. And Jesus is saying, trust me. You know, he had a much bigger one behind him. But first he had to trust him, you know. And you'll be amazed at what he can do. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance. You've been listening to author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, on today's edition of Speak the Word. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Generous contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back in just a moment. But first, we'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances, and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. You can write to us at P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or call us and request the booklet Receiving God's Financial Miracle when you call 855-505-2297. 
That's 855-505-2297. 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe. that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you that we serve the God of the impossible, the God of more than enough. I thank you that you have blessed us with an imagination that allows us to meditate on your word and begin to get a vision and see ourselves as you see us. And you have given us the ability to dream. I thank you, Lord, that you see us as overcomers more than conquerors. And according to your word, you will show us great and mighty things which we do not know. And we're so thankful that you also have great plans for us, plans to take care of us and not abandon us, but plans to give us a future. Thank you, Lord, that we do not have to rely on our own plans, for you have them all worked out. Thank you, Lord. Help us, O Lord, to understand that when our enemy is tempting us to be fearful and feel overwhelmed, all we need to do is turn to your word and begin to meditate on your words that promises nothing is impossible for our God. And as we meditate on your word, verse after verse, we will recognize your might, your power, and your intentions to do good on our behalf. And then our strength and our faith will increase. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word the Word of God against the Word of God.